This is a TED talk. This is a, a shed talk. A shed talk. I like that better. Shed talk. With Sean yeah, and Schmoss. Schmoss. Shed. Shed, shed talk. Sean Schmoss. Whoa. You're listening to The Angry Designer, where we cut through the industry bull to help frustrated graphic designers survive and thrive. Hey ho, Wednesday! Welcome, welcome, welcome! <laughs> welcome, welcome. Where, where is all this coming from? <laughs> you know why we we're have punchy. so much energy? We're punchy because it's Wednesday yes. and it's back to Wednesdays. We got a little too messy with our schedules. We did. We? we really did. We're what happened last week? I forget. Last week, the, the, everything fell apart. <laughs> yeah, everything <didn't> fell apart. <laughs> but we're back to our regular Wednesdays. We're back to our regular, and we're and trying something new called a uh, small batch seventeen ninety two. Ooh, a good year. Ciao, signore. Yeah, hey, ciao. All right, all right. Let's see. The verdict is. Hmm. Oh man. Whoa. What? What was that? <laughs> it's like it's got some plastic after something. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. It's pretty sweet. Let me, I'm not sure. You thought it was sweet? I was I trying was to sweet. get this uh, burnt plastic aftertaste oh, yeah, out of my mouth. <laughs> it is kind of odd, but it, it's smooth. Yeah. It Oddly smooth. enough, it doesn't burn going down. <laughs> I can get used to that burnt plastic, you know, aftertaste. I think I'm okay. Wow. I'm not sure if Moss wow. drinking too much of this I, one tonight. I, I didn't pick up on those notes. No way. <laughs> yeah, we will. Wine or uh, whiskey critics, we, well, maybe yeah. we could be. Maybe could we could be. be oh, whiskey. my God, dude. We have, we've, we've tried and sampled so much of this stuff. Not just yeah, between, so much. Not just between Angry Designer, but yeah. like two, three years ago oh before my God. COVID, yeah. at Zed Factor, we yeah. tried. We started Whiskey Fridays. Whiskey Fridays. Right? And yeah. we would sample Canadian whiskeys under 50 bucks. This is when we started. This yeah. Goes back three years, maybe yeah. four. Yeah, wow, right? And we it's a long literally time. every week we would sample a new bottle. Yeah, not just Sean and I, but a bigger <laughs> team, of course. <laughs> yeah, everybody would. <laughs> everybody would. <laughs> they had to watch us get drunk. Yeah, you're right. Oh, and then yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, it started that's... with that awesome Indian whiskey. Remember <gasps> a that customer of ours? Yeah, customer to say it thank for you. Us. A customer yeah. who uh, he was. Uh, yeah, he was. He was Indian, but he was mm-hmm. out of Silicon Valley, right? And he he wanted us to try this Indian whiskey. That's yes. right. Yeah, that's and the very first time that we. That's we did right. That. And that was the first one, and we were like, yeah. okay, we should make this a weekly thing. Yeah, yeah. Remember, I wonder what that would taste like now. I, if that, we had I it. would be curious because I remember. The first sip was hideous. Well, we always said it but tasted the like soap. Sip, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But by You're the right. third sip, sip, it got better. Like it was kind of a, it was a weird. And oddly enough, now it seems like we're actually, you know, our, our palates have grown. Yeah. You know, we can, we can actually tell the difference between yes. certain whiskeys, certain aftertaste, certain notes. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. There's a lot of things that we could, I for, I for one can't taste the plastic in this, but. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I just picked up a dirty glass. <laughs> See, it smells really nice, though. <laughs> it does. We commented it smells like aftershave. After, you know? <laughs> when you first open, that's only when you first open it, Sean. So what's up, buddy? Yeah, How you doing? Hold on. What's up with you? No, not much. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to the Angry Designer Ooh. on a Wednesday. Yes. By all means, I just want to remind everybody, please, you know, leave us a review. Say hi to us on our Instagram. Leave us a review on Apple, on Spotify. This is how we're able to grow because, honestly, we are here to help graphic designers survive and thrive. Mm. We're here to call the, the, the no bull on our industry and actually make light of a lot of things that, um, 
Well, I think people are too scared to talk about it. I think you're right. I think that's absolutely true. People should should be aware of these kind Dude. of things. And we will champion you. Hell yeah. We are the champions. We're pussyfoot around these topics. <laughs> we're actually going to hit them. We're, we're going to make sure that you feel the pain. You're going to feel the sting. You're yeah. going to feel the bee sting <laughs> of our... <laughs> oh, like, like Amber Heard. It'll be... <laughs> And then I listened to their podcasts, and I got stung by a bee. <laughs> oh boy, she oh, she really felt geez. the sting of Johnny. Didn't oh my she? God, did she ever? Well. Yeah. So I guess she had to sell some some of Elon's uh, huh. uh, like a gift that he gave. Crazy that yes. that hookup happened somewhere uh, isn't along that there. Bizarre. Like wow. the two of them together. Like that dude is just like yeah. to be the richest, most eccentric guy in the world. Well, he's the richest guy in the world. Yeah, he's is also he? crazy eccentric, and he's crazy nuts. Yeah, like he's crazy but nuts. She's crazy nuts too. So maybe <laughs> they work together. I'm surprised I, I, they're still not together. I'm surprised they haven't like given themselves to each other forever. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, she had to sell this gift to pay. Johnny Depp well, for the, for the lawyer. So, but I mean, again, you know, pocket change. Pocket yeah, change yeah. for someone. That, Elon's got you know, it. He's, he's, he's like, don't worry. I've got another. <laughs> Speaking of, of him, though, yes. like, wow, disappeared kind of for a little while. He's gone silent. Yeah, totally. He was like, you Smart know, guns move. a blazing, going to yeah. buy, buy Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? Did he, did he finalize that or did they I, He kind of like, you know, he kind of came out, woke up one morning, was like, I'm going to buy Twitter. <laughs> and then he, all of a sudden, it's like he, he makes this big move and everybody's like an uproar and then uh, what happened and then he starts saying no it's all bots it's all bots but he knew it was all bots so Uh, again was this all like a big marketing ploy or whatever oh do you think well i don't know because now it's like they're holding him to it and Mm. and it's like all these stall stall tactics i mean i'm curious yeah i mean i'm sure he could buy it yeah he probably could Could he turn it to be profitable i don't know but the funny thing is all his I think all of his like crazy extravagant bullshit has mm-hmm. caught up to him. Yes. And the problem is because, I mean, it's one thing to be the richest guy in the world because, you know, your your stock is at like, you know, super crazy valuation, but it's like less than half, I think, of what it was oh, at the beginning shit. of the year. That's not good. And then, you know, I, I don't think people have as much faith in him because he's doing all this crazy shit. Like, right. Right? Like he's going out and fucking- Trying to know, buy Twitter. <laughs> trying to buy Twitter and making all these claims. And then he, he was kind of like the whole Doge, Dogecoin or, yeah, or the oh, crypto right. claims, right? Like he's just- <laughs> kind of crazy and the funny thing is all of a sudden i read this article saying that when elon does this shit Mm -hmm. it's to pull attention away from tesla okay which is kind of interesting because again tesla you know had a huge money-making deal opportunity in china Mm -hmm. but that's fallen through really and it doesn't seem like that's happening anymore and although you know like the the china sales were huge for tesla at the time it seems like that's like pulled back so much that it's affecting them, right? And I don't think that they have enough. Well, they don't have critical mass yes. yet, for sure, yeah. Yeah. right? Like it's still it's still an early adopter type of product, right? Right, and um, like it's again, I've said this before, and and I still stick to my guns. I don't think Tesla will be around in a few years, yes, because there's so many similarities to what they're doing, right? Yeah. Like. No question, those are the most advanced cars in the fucking world. Totally, yes. Right? Yeah. And crazy fast. Like yeah. that that plaid, okay? Like they, <laughs> they had that thing, drag racing, like Bugattis, like the fastest car. And, and really? it's just, it's, it's so disheartening yeah, how just, like yeah. it has no chance. Like the Tesla just kills it time and time. What? Well, why don't I give it a head start? Why don't we give it a 10 car head start? Why don't we do a rolling start? Like no matter what, 
the other car could not catch up to the tap. Like, it's just, it's a joke. Holy shit, really? You, but then you don't hear about all the other shit, right? You don't hear this about the accidents. The yes. You don't hear, there's so many accidents. The autopilot feature gets all weird. I wouldn't trust that. I know, right? Um, Some dude was decapitated oh, or something like that. Oh, dude. Yeah. And, and and they just cover that shit up over know, and over and over, right? A, a lot. And yeah. then there's this whole fact that it's like, you know, the quality issues mm-hmm. on these cars, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, no question... Top of the game, that's great, you know, tech-wise, but everything else is slipping, and they have neglected to fix everything else. Yes, and this is, here we go. Yeah. This is what what we're, the meat of what we're into. Well, I mean, think about it. Customer service, Seriously, like, their customer (laughs) service part dropped altogether, right? And it's impossible to talk to. It's like, they treat a car company... Like a fucking, you know, web app. Okay, I get it. If a web app that I'm only paying $9.99 a month doesn't have a live person for me to yeah. pick up the phone and call. No big deal. Okay, I get that because it is only nine. But this is like a $100,000 car. Yeah, yeah. I kind of don't want to have to submit a form and wait for something to get back to me. And then you get my nice email autoresponder saying, hey, hey, just so you know, we care. We've received your email and it's in queue. We'll get back to you soon. Thanks. Wait, yeah, <laughs> was yeah, that my Spotify yeah. account? <laughs> or was that about my... That the $200,000 car that I bought. Yeah. Seriously, like their customer service sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. And this is this is all over the place. Their partner relationships, like where they're helping with their aftermarket parts and stuff oh, like that. That's, like non-existent. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if, you, if your car breaks, or yeah. you have a, a good luck getting a replacement part. Pe- yeah. People are waiting for months oh. and they can't drive their car. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't the exist. The fender is busted yeah, or whatever. Right, yeah. And it's like, so they're not fulfilling those. They're not keeping those relationships. So they're losing loyalty there, you know? And in all fairness, when, when, you know, like when you start having this, they just, they haven't expanded in the right thing and they haven't taken the the shitty feedback, like the critical feedback, important enough. Oh, what's what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's, they don't, they They didn't take it seriously. Yes. And it's just like, dude, like you're hearing this people. Oh no, it's just the odd one, two or thousand. But a lot of these guys, I think a lot of that kind of thing is they rely on that customer loyalty, you mm. know, or the brand, how everybody's in love with. Maybe, you maybe. Know, the but cars. here's the thing. It's not everybody, okay? Like I said, it's still the early adopters, right? Oh, the early okay. adopters will put up with a ton oh, of Oh, they shit. will. 100%. Even when it comes to like money like this. Well, because again, I, okay, let's face it. Like most of these early adopters, you know, yeah. they have the money to spend on shit like this, right? right? Because they they value things a little differently than other people, yeah. right? Yeah. It's when it hits critical mass that everybody starts to, and that's, that's going to be the fall, right? Because right, right now the competition is coming for electric vehicles mm-hmm. right like hyundai's you know released one kia's released one mm-hmm. um you know and they've got more coming i just saw one this morning from hyundai that they're releasing i think next year the ionic 6 now oh and it's beautiful looking oh really this thing is actually it's gorgeous and it doesn't look it doesn't have that weird kind of tesla yeah, look yeah like a lot of electric cars do and, yeah. and then they've got their weird ionic hyundai yes, does yes. so Hyundai is is creating these. They're saying that they're actually going to have twenty plus models by twenty twenty five of just shit. electric vehicles. So, and That's here's like the two thing: two years from now, yes. Three and years. I mean, again, Hyundai's got the infrastructure, yeah, to yeah. to to go and and put these everywhere and, and have people get them repaired. Mm-hmm. You know, their customer service is going to be better, yeah. right? The quality they they have a different kind of quality control. So mm-hmm. it's like you don't see, uh, you know, somebody can argue maybe that the 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 quality of the finishes might not be the same or whatever, but. But in all fairness, I mean, Hyundai owns Genesis. Genesis is a very high-end, good quality product. True. 
-hmm. right? So their quality is going to be there. So all of a sudden, that's kind of the electric car for the mass market. Right. Better price point. I was just going to say. Yeah. Yes. Better reliability. Well, reliability, you know, but accessibility. Uh, Serviceability. It's because people are looking for something different at that stage. Right. Right? The idea is in place, and Tesla has has got that. Good That's for them. They, cool. they were first they just, to market. Yeah, they just can't. They don't back it up properly. Exactly. Some other company who's done this already knows how to do this. Absolutely. And, and I mean, go. like, look at even Ford. Okay, okay. So Tesla, you know, they, they announced their Cybertruck. Pretty kick-ass. Mm. I put in for one because I was like, <laughs> let's see where this is going to go. I'm curious, right? Because yeah. can you imagine, like, if that thing actually, actually, I didn't ever think it was going to happen. Oh, that's the funny thing. And then they launched that thing. I put my money in. Blah 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 mm. blah. Right. In that time, Ford decided they were getting into the game. Mm. Ford basically recreated the F-150, which is like the number one selling pickup truck of all time. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. And they created. They came up with it. They they engineered it, and now they released it. Mm. And Tesla still has no idea when the Cybertruck is coming out. <laughs> and now Ford, one of the biggest, you know, one of the big three in North America, right? Or yeah. the big two, whatever. They're already selling them. Yes. Right? And I think there's like a, a, a like a two, three-year wait list for one. No people way. can't get so, Yeah. So people are interested in this kind well, of. Well, absolutely. And now here's another one. Mm. So another competitor against Tesla. So Tesla mm. had a hell of a head start. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Now, but until like they Like against start- the Bugatti. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was pretty nasty, yes. dude. Woo. But the thing is, they had such a head start, but they didn't take the rest of the shit. They didn't take the warning signs seriously. They started, right. and again, who did we ever see that? <laughs> There's another company that was like this locally, right? Thought yeah. that they were untouchable. This in, is exactly. Right? Yeah. So I don't know if anybody realizes or not, but we are located in a city called Waterloo. Yeah. Waterloo is just, <clears throat> you know, about almost an hour outside of Toronto. Mm-hmm. And we're known as like, uh, you know, one of Canada's tech hotspots. Yeah. We've got companies like Google here and we've got like Square and we've got like Desire to Learn and, and Open Shopify, OpenText. Like we yeah. got so many billion dollar companies located mm-hmm. right here. Yeah. And um, one of the very, very, very first companies to start this mm-hmm. was BlackBerry. BlackBerry. All right. So yeah. if anybody remembers, literally the first <laughs> smartphone, more or less, yeah. right? Before that, it was the pager. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> the drug dealer pager. I loved it. You'd be standing around. Somebody's, somebody's, little, somebody's little pager would buzz and they'd look at the number and they're like, excuse me, I got to make a call. And they go to a payphone and they put money and they call. Remember that? <laughs> What a weird concept to think about now, but it was so mysterious. It's like, hey, did you see that? Yeah, look at that. Sean just got a page. Who do do you think he's calling? Who do you think he's calling? You know he's calling. Hey, mom. I told you I'd be home by an eye. Why are you calling me? (laughs) But, I mean, okay, so they were pretty much one of the first to create the smartphone. Right. Right? And, again, same type of pattern as Tesla had. Yeah. 100%, 100%, right? They were at the top of their game, mm-hmm. right? They, nothing could stop them. They were on top of the world, right? Yes, if yes. you got a job there, you were cocky as fuck. You thought, <laughs> yeah, whatever, right? Yep. Um, all of a sudden, whatever. They started getting too big for their own britches, mm-hmm. right? They started neglecting their customer service. I remember I had a BlackBerry. Oh, yeah. I wanted to support local. Why wouldn't yeah. I? Yeah. Even though the iPhone was just, you know, like- yeah, out, brand new. Right, it was, it was brand new. And yeah. I was like, no, no, local support. I'm going to support local first, mm-hmm. right? And again, they- Pissed all over me because I bought a piece of shit phone. <laughs> then I finally had to fight for three months, got it replaced. Second one was still a piece of shit phone. Oh. Fought for three months to get it replaced. Third was a piece of crap. Like 
three phones in a row oh, were all crap. Sure. And the thing is, it was impossible. So nobody at BlackBerry cared. Yeah. I, I'd call yeah. their, their support. Oh, yeah, you have to deal with the vendor. You have to deal with the vendor. I would then go back to Best Buy or Future Shop at the time. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you have to go to BlackBerry <laughs> for this. So I'm a customer, and around. I just want the yeah. fucking phone. Yeah. Couldn't even get the phone. Oh, no, no, call your uh, provider. So then I'd be on the phone with TELUS. And so it was hard. Like, so nobody cared. So customer service, yeah, out the window, yeah, right? Terrible, terrible. Number two, the partner relationships. They didn't support the future shops. They didn't support the best buys, the TELUSes of the world. They weren't. So these people then would buy all these hundreds and thousands of phones yeah. and wouldn't even get the support from the manufacturer. Because manufacturers like, oh, I'm too big. I'm too popular. Yeah. You know, where everybody wants us you right now. So it. you deal with yeah, it, yeah, right? You're yeah. So again, they didn't. The partner relationships with the window. Their technology sucked. Yeah. It was, Sorry. Uh, the quality. Uh, yes. Okay. Because yes. they were still very, very new. Yeah. So we can't say the tech sucked. The tech was really, really maybe too advanced for its time. Yeah. And they didn't have the quality to support what they were trying to do. Maybe that's a better way of putting right. it. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So, I mean, they couldn't support that. They couldn't back that. Um, you know, and then again, it, it, just like in my situation, I had to fend for myself on yep, that one. You were on your own. And yeah. I couldn't, right? Um, what else? Um, unorganized. Yes. Right? We oh ended up having BlackBerry as a customer. We had wow. a few accounts internally. It was a great customer for the time, but then it was just like chaos in yep. there. People were being hired to do shit that, you know, other people couldn't even get to. We had two completely different teams approach us for the exact same job. <laughs> they were so unorganized. It was like, dudes, like, do you know? I'll take your money, but do you know that this team just asked for the exact same thing? Like, it was unbelievable, right? You should have done them both and then A-B <laughs> yeah, tested it. I know. So oh. Build them for... <laughs> oh, why did I have to be so damn honest? But, you know, with that being said, they weren't keeping an eye on budgets. Mm -hmm. So, again, another huge Obviously, point, yeah, right? Yeah. They weren't keeping an eye on budgets. Right. So they were bleeding money, money everywhere, yeah, right? Yeah. Not to mention for the spending that would go on. They buy, they all had, like, these huge expensive air on chairs and this and that. It was just like, dude, like, are you serious? <laughs> you guys really need to go there? And then, again, all the negative feedback, mm -hmm. they ignored. Yep. They were just like, no, no, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's an ID10T error, obviously. You don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> Mr. Customer. So honestly, even though that company started out amazing yeah. with the right intention, they literally lost their way. They lost their vision, Yeah. right? And ultimately, that's although what spun out of that turned into this beautiful town of ours. The 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 fall of that company has, has led true. to so many new cool tech companies that came out of the town. Yeah. So in that sense, it was good. Yeah. But that was a bad roller coaster ride for that company. Big time, yeah. And 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 from what I remember back in the old days, because my wife works at a hub and the talent that came out of those, out of, out of Blackberry that was just wasted. Yes. You know what I mean? Like some yeah. of these people were Jeep, were like super yeah, absolutely smart. Absolutely exactly. they were. Then they go to a different company and then they can shine kind of thing. Whereas at Blackberry, they were just like a, like a bee. You know what I mean? Oh like, my God. It really was uh, like. He was like, ooh, my <laughs> oh, dog stepped on the bee. I know. That's one. <laughs> Amber heard it. Amber heard But yeah, it was just like they, they were underutilized. This, so even your staff is, 100%. is a, you're wasting them. You know what I mean? So. Dude, they completely lost sight. They forgot what they wanted to do. Yeah. And, um, and again, they were so fascinated about the technology. They forgot mm -hmm. that people don't really give a shit about the technology. They only care about what the technology did for them. Did for them, yeah. And that's where Apple picked up the slack. They were Here just we like, go. thank you. I'll take all all of your customers, right. not just what they were like, Oh no, Apple's got no, he can't touch us. Apple, yeah. what, what are they going to do? They're a computer this? company. What? Yeah. Holy, have, were they wrong they about buttons. that? Jeez. Got, you know. I know, right? <laughs> Nobody's going to want a, a flat Apple, screen. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. So honestly, it's like when things are good, you tend to focus on only what's working 
and yeah. you you kind of like brush aside what isn't. And yeah. I think that was the big mistake there. Yes. And I think this is, you know, this equal career killers for graphic designers, mm-hmm. whether you're a freelancer, whether you're a small design studio, big studio, or, um, or geez, you know what? Even an employee within a studio trying to make your way up. True. When things are going good, you focus on the good mm-hmm. and you forget everything else. Yeah. And that's what fucks you up. And that's what yeah. fucked up BlackBerry. Yeah. That's what's going to be fucking up. I guarantee it's going to fuck up Tesla. Yeah. I guarantee. I will yeah. be shocked. Yeah. You know, yeah. if they make it, it's the exact same reason. Three years is pretty generous, I, I would say. Well, <laughs> the way holy, shit's going again, down. the smartest guy in the world. We, we, we can say he's one of the smartest, definitely the one of the richest, one of the richest. So, yeah. and he's pretty smart. So, hopefully, he can figure a way around this. But mm-hmm. I don't know if he can actually fix every like it's it's. There's so many broken parts to this. That's exactly it. Yeah. And it's, it's exactly like you said. The the analogy with with the car companies is mm-hmm. is perfect, or with Apple with with BlackBerry. It's like somebody some almost. It's almost better. To be in second place. Yeah, I, I, actually, I agree. I agree. Because then you can say, hey, yeah. these guys are fucking this up big time. Yep. What if we pick up the yeah pick up the slack pick up the slack pick up exactly. the learn from yeah. their mistakes? Hyundai says, "Hey, shit, we can build electric cars." Yeah. Well, what Hyundai did is they sat back and they let Tesla prime the market. Yes. You know, and yes. Elon Musk is going to go down history and be like, "Well, that was my intent was, from the start. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted the world to accept it, and you know, I'm I'm the savior of it, yeah. and you know, and it's like, okay, but you could have you could have followed done up way that, better. Yeah, yeah. You could you could have followed up with that really cool car totally. and done a little bit more with that. But like, yeah. it, let's compare this to you know a graphic designer yeah okay right or even as a freelancer uh, a business the exact same things that we were just talking about right so number one you know career killer for a graphic designer Mm -hmm. or a studio or whatever a career killer if you neglect customer service right if you start neglecting your customer service your customer first sign of just boom and then it's like oh no well i still pick up the phone when they call and whatever but we're not talking about that like we're talking about shit like you know not being available yeah when a when a customer and again they'll put up with it once twice maybe a third time but after a while they're they're gonna be like dude enough's enough i'm i'm gonna bounce right exactly not listening yes to customers, yeah. right? So this yeah. is under under the whole neglect the customer side, right? Mm-hmm. You don't listen to them anymore. You start losing sight of their space, their right. customers, right? Because, right? yeah. hey, you've got everything going. You're comfortable, mm-hmm. right? And so as soon as you stop paying attention to their space, you're going to lose sight of their business, their customers. Yep. And ultimately, you know, what are you designing in the end? You could be like, oh, no, no I'm a great designer. My skills are so good. They're going to love it. But if you start losing sight of their space, yeah. right? Toast, right? Yeah, you could be the best designer in the world, but if you don't get what they're looking for, or you don't, right? You start losing need, sight in that, then, right? Yeah, yeah. Then they're not going to be coming back to you. <laughs> Absolutely, or even like like missing um, de- uh, delivery dates. Yeah, oh, right. Again, customer service, yeah. right? If that starts slipping and you start, you know, missing delivery dates, again, yeah. customers come to you because you can deliver. Exactly. Especially that they, you know, if they count on you to deliver. So again, if you all of a sudden, you know, oh, I'm too busy. I got all these other customers. I'm just going to start neglecting these customers. I I tried it once. I pushed it back a week, a deadline back a week. Uh, I could do it again. Right. And then before you know it. Yeah, exactly. That's that's never a good. Like how many times have we done that? Without an excuse. Yeah. Never. Yeah, I it's mean, true. It, it's we true. would always say- Thank God, I wasn't sure where you were going with that one. <laughs> I was just like, wait, we've done that? <laughs> is this happening right now? Yes, <laughs> Shit, there's something I'm supposed Am to say. Am I neglecting? <laughs> no, seriously. It like, if we cannot make a deadline- you got to let them know. You have to let them know. And that's the, the customer service least. part. Yeah, yeah, that's the customer service part. Yep. Exactly, because they're going to be sitting there waiting yep. for, for their project to come in and- 
stuff. Nothing. Yep. And, and radio silence from you? Yeah, right, right. That's right. not good. That's not going to... So career ender, of course, if you neglect your customer service, right? Number two, career ender. You start neglecting partner relationships or vendor relationships. So I can't tell you how much, how many times over the past 25 years I have relied on vendors Mm -hmm. to pull me through shit, right? It hasn't, I always haven't had a a big, you know, balloon of a, you know, padding in our bank account to be Mm -hmm. able to do things. Many times I've needed to reach out for extra credit. Many times I needed a favor. I needed extra hours. You start neglecting those relationships yeah. right you start you know getting a little bit taking advantage of them yeah. you know look at us we're so big now everybody wants our business <laughs> so uh i need more service from you yeah, you know exactly. awesome print what partner else do? yeah and and this shit happens dude yeah. i need more from you you know and yeah but at the same time when i started i relied on vendors to help me start right Right. When we started this business, I, you know, had left another agency. I had clients I needed, but I had no money and I needed somebody to front me some credit. Right. Just based on nothing more than, Hey, I've got a job. You got to help me out on this. You'll get paid when I get paid. But you know what? All the printers that I worked with, with the other agency, Mm -hmm. they were like, um, no, we're going to need 50% up front. And I'm like, dude, like my first yeah. job, yeah. I, it's there. This is the same customer. I will get you your money. Yeah. No, we need 50%. I, I, I know you will. You'll yeah. do great. <laughs> and you know what? I was like, fine. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I did find an agent, a print a company. Print. was like, you know what? No worries. I'll front yeah. it. I'm sure you can do it. You know, right. like let's, let's just start. Right. Yeah. And we grew like crazy. Yeah. I never went back after 25 <laughs> years. I never, ever went back. They kept calling on my yeah. doors. Oh, did they really? And I was happy like, to hey. fucking tell them the same story over and over. When I started, I needed you guys. You weren't you, there. So, no, and that's it. And oh. honestly, it was millions and millions of dollars between now and when we started that they lost out on us forever. 100%, right? Wow. So, whatever. So, I couldn't rely on them. They kind of screwed me over. But yep. as certain people get busier and busier, it's like you will. You'll, you'll push your vendors around. You start becoming a big shot, right? Yeah. And again, you know, you'll you'll neglect to even pay them. Yeah. You'll be like, oh, you know, I'll let it go 60 days. Let it go 90 days, right? And yeah. you kind of become a dick. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's a huge thing, right? Oh, especially the bullying, though. Like, you yep. bully your yeah. vendors. That I happens know. a lot. It's, it does. It does. It's But it's a trickle down, right? Yeah, it is a trickle generally, down. Generally, like, like if, we're gonna, if we're getting pull-up signs or something like that, it's always last minute. Mm. And I always mm. I always feel bad for the poor vendors, but... Well, again, sometimes we don't give them enough time. That's exactly If it, it becomes a regular thing, it's yes. pretty, you know... And, 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 and I know for a fact that when we do push it, like, yeah. in situations like this, we always give them a head start. We're like, hey, listen... Just to give you a heads up, yeah. we do need this for next Friday, yeah. but we right. won't be able to get you anything final until Wednesday. Yes, exactly. Can you book us that time yes, and so be prepared that you get it? Yes. And then it's like, yeah, we'll make it work with you, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, we don't go in there and be like, no, if you want my business, <laughs> I'm going to give it to you whenever I give it to you, and you got to turn it around. No, yeah, yeah. you can't pull exactly. that shit. Yeah, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. And that's the thing, too. It's like, I feel bad sometimes for doing this, but fuck, they bend they never break. Yep. They get it done. Yep. And for that, I am loyal to that company. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're right. Like, exactly. Loyalty that's runs the first place long. I'll go. Yeah. And that's why you get yeah. a good vendor in place. Yes. I'm loyal as hell to them. Yes. I won't I won't leave our print company now for anything. Yes. They've pulled us through. We've got a great relationship of like 15 years now. I'm yeah. not going I don't even quote shit out anywhere yeah, exactly. else. Exactly. I'm just, just like, like, no, psh- I'm happy with this. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. So where I know a lot of those other companies like the Blackberries and the Teslas, they push around their vendors. Exactly. They, they push, yeah. Yeah, somebody can undercut. Somebody comes in and undercuts you. Yes. You're like, mm, okay. 
it's tempting. Right. I can save 15% here. Nope. And nope. you never know what you're going to get with that kind of thing. You got to make and sure. And then you yeah. fucked over the other yes. guys. Yeah, That's yeah. so true. So number two is you do not, do not, do not take advantage or, or screw around your relationships with vendors, right? Yes. Number three. You know, you know, it's career ender mm-hmm. is when the quality drops. Right. Right. And this is something that's really, really easy to do if you're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Right. You get so busy, you get so cocky or or even just caught up in your own shit that mm-hmm. you're not, you know, double checking. People rely on us for quality and consistency. Exactly. Right. Consistency. Yeah. If you can't, you know, con- consistently pay attention to these kind of details, these messages, and you're constantly fumbling, yeah. whether it's because you're extra busy right now mm-hmm. or whether you have bigger customers with bigger pain budgets right you're not paying the same kind of attention to this kind of stuff yeah. your quality is going to drop yeah i think it's probably better to flat out just refuse to do projects if then give them half ass shit exactly right? exactly yeah you run the risk of of you know somebody else coming in and eating your lunch uh, a la apple to blackberry right or but also you know with that too your your the quality of your work doesn't slip because because you're not jammed up with all kinds of other stuff. So, Absolutely. You know, it's kind of a balancing situation there with that. But I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather risk that than, than having to like work. You oh, know what dude, because yeah. we can't, right? I, Especially because we're more than anything else, designers like us, we're, you know, that's our reputation. Exactly. That's what we're known yes. for. And if all yeah. of a sudden you start getting sloppy, yeah. right? That spreads quick. And then you'll lose that customer. They'll jump to another job. They'll say this, oh, yeah, they're a good agency, but, man, this shit's really sloppy, right? Sometimes it's really hit and miss, you know? And, you know, I'm guilty of that because sometimes I get so damn busy. I'm careless. Yeah, yeah. But, again, you know, it's like we constantly have to stop, check, and make sure that your quality is still where it is Mm because it's really, really, really quick to let that slip. And, man, that's just another sign that you're spiraling down, right? Exactly, exactly. Number four, career ender. Not staying current with technology or... In our case, also with marketing. Okay, so as, you know, designers, whether we're agency, freelance, whatever, if we're not up to speed with technology that's out there Mm -hmm. for our websites or for, you know, like what new trends are in marketing, what new platforms there are, we're just quickly like letting ourselves get left behind while this race keeps moving forward. Exactly. Right? So again, when it comes to some of these other companies, you know, that Apple technology was going much faster than BlackBerry technology. Mm -hmm. They weren't keeping up. They're trying to work on their own innovations, which none of them actually worked, (laughs) right? Like, seriously, you have to stay current with what's the latest software, right? Okay, you were using XD, but now everybody seems to be switching to Figma, mm-hmm. right? You were on um, Quark Express yeah. when the whole world jumped to InDesign, right? <laughs> like, this shit actually happens. Yeah. And if you're not staying current with the technology or, you know, the marketing trends that are coming out there, you will be left behind. You'll be left behind. Quickly, yeah. Somebody, too. Somebody's going to say, do you work at Figma? And yeah. you're going to be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then, right. you're Talk gone. your way out of yeah, that one. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know, talk no, your- <laughs> no, like it, it doesn't happen. You yeah. know, Honestly, you have to continuously keep adapting mm. to technology and keep, you know, adapting to new marketing techniques, new methods, what's hot, what's not, mm-hmm. you know, email newsletters, right? They were hot for a little while, then, really? they, then they disappeared. Yes. yes. Now they're coming back now again, back. right? I know. Inbound marketing, right? It was a big <laughs> yes. thing to have like 50, 60 different landing pages and drive traffic yeah. to them all, right? Now yeah. it's like, no, let's have a better message to less page or a single page. Like, I mean, yeah. there's so, you just have to keep up with this, yes, right? Exactly. You can't just be like, you know, design thin and just like yeah. create pretty pictures. You need to have substance behind what we're recommending, what we're thinking, the yes. future and what it's going to look like. Yes. Almost need to have an opinion on that shit too. Uh, totally. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Unless of course that's your jam and you want to be a production person. Yeah. I don't know. 
Well, production people still have to be uh, they still up have to do with they, technology. They, that's true. Big yeah, time, right? right? Absolutely. Yeah. Because again, things can change. Look at look this at how true. the production side changed, right? Yeah. It went from everything was a four color, six color, eight color press. Yeah. Then came digital presses. Yeah. And at first, digital presses were so damn expensive, mm. right? Everybody's like, oh shit, it's cheaper for me to get a thousand flyers done for uh, on press than a hundred of them on the digital press. Yeah. But there came a tipping point where, where yeah. Yeah. And where it was like, yeah, but you know what? What are you going to do with a thousand flyers? Because they're always outdated. And, yeah. you know, granted, it might be cheaper price per unit. You're always throwing out 500 of them. Yeah, exactly. Right? So now all of a sudden your cost per unit is much higher. Yeah. Where with the, these, the digital press, you can yeah. print out a hundred at a time. Yeah, they're yeah. always up to date. Yeah. You can change them on the flight. You need to be able easy, to keep easy. up to that. Yeah. So even production has to keep up yeah, to that that's shit, true. right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Touche. <laughs> Pulled that one out of my ass. No, that's great because I was <laughs> I was sitting there thinking of the person who's I don't know cropping photos and you know yeah, doing things well, like that no. for, for yeah but Let's but talk about that person about, who's crossing photos e- ex- right? exactly yeah the production artist the is production be, uh, yeah in trouble with technology this is that's the thing and sure. we addressed that in with the. Uh, AI with the, the DALI AI, 2 the idea, Dally, right? Yeah. yeah. So number four, right? You don't keep up with your tech. You don't keep up with the marketing, yeah. right? So that's that's a big sign of, of, you know, starting to crash and burn. Number five, career ender. When companies start becoming unorganized, mm-hmm. right? Like, and again, just like our, our experiences with BlackBerry, mm-hmm. we were getting orders from the same job from different departments, different people. Yeah. Nobody could keep track of anything, right? Imagine how that looks like on our end as yeah. a designer. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, you you asked me for what revision again? Where was that? I, I put it on a sticky note. Yeah. Uh, where did it go? I wrote it down on this envelope, yeah, right? I was going to get to it, you know? Yeah, we're all guilty of this shit. <laughs> yeah, totally. But okay, ultimately, number one, you never let the customer know that, of course. This is true. This is true. That but is- it's true. Like the more unorganized a company comes, then, you know, you're juggling too many. And you can only juggle so many balls. The reality is it's just like you can only do so much. You have to continually stay organized. Yeah. You have to continually be able to account manage, project manage, right? Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as that stuff starts, you know, like slipping, then you're, you know, you're pushing deadlines out. Yeah, everything, yeah. You're procrastinating. Yep, yep. You're working late again to try to catch up to shit that you should have gotten done. Yes. You know, you thought you relied on somebody and that was a mess, yeah. right? And then all of a sudden you're stuck to it. So again, the more unorganized you become, the quicker you are, you are to fall, man. Exactly. Which exactly like BlackBerry, what we talked about. Yeah. That's crazy shit, man. Like two, oh, two companies. And and what did they have? They had like 30 buildings here. Oh right? my like, God, yeah. It's they, no wonder. They that, were in the real estate game for a little <laughs> yeah, while. Holy really cow. It's no wonder that they didn't realize that, that you know, different segments of the of, of the organization was putting out a job and then so hey we're gonna do the exact same so true right Fagors. <laughs> oh lord yeah organization is huge i am going to organize myself another glass of this whiskey oh. yeah you know what it came around the plastic oh, taste is gone there's no more plastic <laughs> well, i'll have a little nibble there too see? oh see yeah, see so it's not so this. bad right it's, it's not too bad it isn't it good. isn't 1792 yeah. was that like um I guess the French Revolution. Uh-huh. I believe so. Right, right. Yeah, you are correct. You are correct. To, how do we do in France? I wonder. I don't know. We, we kind of have like a little French side to Canada, right? Yeah, this is true. Yeah, yes. we love the. the- do you speak French? Sure, I speak French. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all of our friends. Yes, we love Quebec, you France. We yes. love you. We love. We love Quebec. J'adore. J'adore. All right. <laughs> As a designer, design freelancer, whatever, you know that the end is near. 
if you start losing sight of budgets, mm-hmm. like you start becoming frivolous with your spending, you start overspending in certain areas and, and, and not, you know, keeping an eye on your bottom line and your costs. Like when you go through a good growth period and you start charging more for jobs and you're not, you're not charging by the hour anymore, you're charging per project, right? All of a sudden you're seeing more and more and more money come in, mm. which is cool in one way. But if you're not keeping track of those budgets, you're not continuously, you know, almost operating like you were when you started. Yeah. Right. You don't end up saving shit. Right. Right. We talked yeah. about that, that the one agency that like had like $250,000 in billings and it was like 40 grand in the hole. Yeah, yeah. Because they were just spending just and spending, spending and spending on everything, crazy. right? Yeah, exactly. So honestly, you have to always, always, always keep an eye on your budgets. Make sure you're not splurging on things too much. Yeah. Okay, yeah. enjoy it, but don't go too crazy on this shit. Make sure there's a payback on it, yes. right? And always, you got to keep keep an eye on that bottom line. Yeah. So again, these companies, a lot of these car companies were operating, you know, on on like a net or they were negative profit. They weren't even making profits on their Jesus cars, right? Really? So they're like, oh, we'll make it long term, long term, long term. Yeah. They never did. And they never did. So this is where it's like, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's that doesn't seem smart. But you, you've always been pretty frugal. When like when you started, oh you, shit, yeah. it was a pretty shoestring budget, but you kind of kept to that. You never really. Got- I kind of just I. Okay, and again, you know, we could be using air on chairs here. We could be doing this. We could be that. But, you know, yes. the, the fact that, you know, like we still, you know, kept things good quality. Right. But we kept our computers a little longer. Right. Instead of replacing our computers every two years, we would, you know, replace them every five. Yes. Because well, why the hell did we why? need the, the, yeah. the, the gains were minimal from yeah. year after year or yeah. even two years after two years, right? Yeah. Still um, computer. The place still looks fantastic. So there's no reason awesome. to constantly yeah. be doing crazy shit. You know, when it comes to, you know, it, maybe we have fun more, you know, parties wise or, you know, when we do fan expo, we'll go a little bigger, you know, mm-hmm. like the, you know, corporate outings and stuff. But yeah, yeah I, I always tried to kind of like operate in the same mentality that right. it's like, it's not always going to be like this. So, exactly. you know, like I have a goal now that I want to make sure our, our bank account gets to. And then from that point on, I think maybe then it'll be a lot more relaxing. Ah, okay. And then it'll be like, okay, now the pressure's off. We can survive a year without a single customer billing. Yes. Good. Let's do it. So yeah, yeah. that's the goal. But yeah, that's good. That's, that's a little crazy but, though. Not too many people are like that. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. you're, you're saving for a rainy day. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, whereas most it, people or some people that's not even like that agency you were talking about this oh what my the God, hell constantly. are they spending their money right, on right <laughs> like, right like again uh, it's cool to have a super posh crazy stuff. Yeah, but again if you're yeah. spending you know 10 grand a month on a location yes. that really doesn't matter no, because you don't have walk-in traffic yes why the hell does it matter yeah it's just, what we're in here is awesome it looks great right but you don't need we don't get walk-ins here <laughs> exactly. the, usual, the usual comment when yeah. people walk into our front door is like wow it's awesome I didn't expect it to look like this because the outside looks like a dive. Yeah, it does. It totally does. But who cares? This yeah. is just for industrial us. Industrial complex. Yeah, right. It's yeah. an industrial complex in the yeah. middle of more industrial places. And it's yeah. a big industrial unit that's been retrofitted and yeah. looks fantastic. And yeah. When you did right. the foyer out there yourself. like and that Pretty looks fancy, really nice. right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. so you don't keep, have to pay a fucking crazy contractor no, to do no. that shit. No, no, no. <laughs> well, maybe maybe some people might. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I was lucky enough to be able to do that one. <laughs> But it's true. Keep an eye on budgets because if you don't, that's a, a huge, you know, telltale sign that you're, you know, you're on your way down, right? Yeah. yeah. A big career killer, ignoring negative feedback, mm. right? So again, BlackBerry ignored yeah. negative feedback. Exactly. We tried and tried and tried, you know, this, that, this, that. They're like, oh, no, no, you're just a one in a million, one in a million. Tesla's going through this shit right now. Yep. People are saying, dude, like yeah. my seats are coming apart. <laughs> my steering wheel actually fell off. You know, I can't close my door anymore. Oh, you just oh. don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Shame on you. Click. Yeah. It's just like, but you didn't even solve my problem. Right? Like, seriously, yeah. you have to pay attention to the feedback, even if it's just one one piece of feedback. Yes. One customer, random, right? right? Okay, 
investigate it quickly. Take a look at it. See if they're right or wrong. If they're wrong, then fine. Just excuse it. But don't don't do don't be blind about the whole yeah, thing, right? Because exactly. again, one leads to two, two leads to four, and dude, all of a sudden, next thing you know, you've got a whole a ton of people yeah. with the same issues, just you know, different same type of you know concerns, complaints, and now it's so big you can't even fix that yeah. damn thing, yeah. right? Or if you want to keep in the car analogy section. Yeah. The Pinto. You remember the Pinto? The Ford Pinto? <laughs> yeah. The design, I do, actually. The design of that, after a couple of rear endings yeah. and explosions, yeah, yeah, yeah. they decided, hey, you know what? Maybe this Maybe is it not wasn't a good idea. This is not right? a good place for a, yeah, for a gas tank. I think they put it up higher or yes. something, right? So when yeah. cars were hitting, it was literally like, it's like the gas tank would be right into it. the engine of the next car. Yeah, and it was and not it just, under the car, yeah. on the car. <laughs> And then the cars would explode. Like, yeah, that's that's a pretty bad design flaw. But they listened to that, and I think they fucking took it off the market after oh, that. Too bad. What a cute little car. Yeah, it, was, it was awesome. But, but still, that's it, you know what? You need to take responsibility for the shit that's going on, right? right? Exactly. And I think that's what happens. If you don't take responsibility for the negative feedback that's coming, and that's what happened. These companies were in denial. Yeah. They were like, no, 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 no. You're, you're bullshit. You're shit. No, no. Take responsibility, yeah. right? Read into this. Make sure they, you know it's either yes or it's no. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, it's going to spiral, spiral, and it's going to you know get passed over and this and that. And it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Yeah. There's this really fucking. There's this funny saying I actually wrote wrote out here. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> this is like a mouthful. Ready? So bear with okay. me, okay? So take but again, a whiskey first. <laughs> this is this is about taking responsibility. So I yes, need a little this, bit of whiskey. Ready? This is awesome. And I have to say, uh, did you write this? Mm-mm. Oh. I'm not smart enough to write this This one. This is fucking brilliant. But, okay, so the story goes, this is a story about four people named everybody, somebody, anybody, and nobody. There was an important job to be done, and everybody was sure that somebody would do it. Anybody could have done it, but nobody did it. Somebody got angry about that because it was everybody's job. Everybody thought anybody could do it, but nobody realized that everybody wouldn't do it. It ended up that everybody blamed somebody when nobody did what anybody could have. Okay, that's a mouthful and a half. But the reality is, it's confusing as fuck, but again, nobody took responsibility, so nothing got accomplished, Yes, right? And that's what it is. If people are calling and complaining about somebody, yeah. you got to take the responsibility to you, you just to own up to it, realize what the hell's going on, yeah. right? Yeah. And fix it before it gets too late. Otherwise, yeah. you know, it's just going to keep spiraling over and over and over. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's easy to overlook this shit when everything is going good. But mm. man, as soon as one thing starts spiraling, the second starts spiraling, the third starts spiraling, right? You start getting big contracts. You start getting, you know, focusing in on just one customer and you kind of let the other one slip. Mm. This is how fast this shit happens right and i think the biggest 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 probably the last thing for all these companies why they started failing and Mm -hmm. this is absolutely 100 a telltale for agencies for designers for freelancers is when people lose sight of why they're doing what they're doing Mm. right so we're designers right why did we get into this it's easy to get wrapped up and all of a sudden you start getting a couple good customers start making a lot more money you start you know doing this you start like being like oh i'm gonna be (laughs) on a talk show now or or i'm gonna go speak at the local this and local that and you start getting kind of absorbed in all the wow factor that you'll have for that five minutes of fame yeah right but that's not why you got into this and if you start losing you know the curiosity that Mm. got you into this the the creative you know the, the 
the going to work every day to be creative, right? Yeah. The uh, the whole the whole passion for solving. As soon as you start losing sight of that and start getting absorbed into the business side of everything, yeah. dude, you're on your way down. Yeah, and that's what happened with these companies. They yeah. they lost sight. They wanted to be you know these tech leaders that came up with a good product. Again, BlackBerry owned the business space. <sighs> like- okay. And if they would have stayed in the business space, they would have survived. Okay, they just needed to serve a different market. And they they were well with their market. They started in the business space. They had something really good for business. They got cocky. They got arrogant. They decided to go to B2C. Mm. And what happened? All of a sudden, they're like, oh, we did it over here. We can do They started neglecting their B2B, B2B, right? They started going, pouring all their efforts and money and and attention into B2C, right? right? Started failing that. And they just tried harder and harder and harder. They forgot why they got into the space right right had they stuck dude they had government contracts they had a good product yeah but they messed up yeah what what's what ever ended up with blackberry so they're now they're software it's just a software yeah i think it's software and iot now you know but again even that is kind of like dicey they're they're like a small 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 percentage of what they were they were literally on top of the world yeah and i mean what's left right yeah yeah. they went from like 13 14 buildings now they're one you know one one and a half it's too bad it's just it's a good story yeah it's a good story yeah it's a great tale of what not to do yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like, true true but, but it's sad but i mean like what a meteoric rise like that was absolutely it was massive huge. and it literally was this town mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like but don't shit. think about that now think about the same meteoric rise that tesla has been going through yeah okay yeah. but tesla has also gone through all this shit they've neglected their quality yeah. they've they started screwing around on their tech well their tech's still pretty pretty killer of course pretty good but yeah. um you know they became unorganized they you know they're not keeping an eye on budgets anymore right yeah. they're spending, spending they're ignoring the f- negative feedback that, i mean they're doing everything that you know blackberry did yeah everything that we're seeing you know designers if they follow they will also tank no matter what yeah. so we're going to live through it again and i bet you there's going to be a ton more companies doing this mm-hmm. so you know honestly just remember okay even though you're sitting there thinking well i'm never going to be tesla you don't have to be tesla mm-hmm. you don't have to be blackberry this is just you could be a freelancer yeah and once there's going to come a point where if you keep grinding at this day and day night and night you're going to get busier you're going to get bigger you're going to finally get better clients, more lucrative, you know, customers. Yeah. And, you know, things are going to start feeling like they're getting a little overwhelming. Yeah. And, and it's pretty natural to, you know, to start neglecting your customer service because you're getting busy, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're not keeping your vendors happy. Those relationships are sucking. You're, yeah. you start delivering inconsistent. And, and I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's going to start happening. So yeah. all we're saying is follow these steps. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Don't be Blackberry. Yeah, right. Or Tesla. <laughs> Simple enough. Eight simple things, okay? Just right. to make sure that you're not, you know, they're not career renders. You're going to stay in this, okay? Number one, don't neglect your customer service. Number two, keep your partner and vendor relationships happy, mm-hmm. right? Number three, deliver consistent quality and on time. Mm-hmm. Number four, keep up with technology and marketing. Mm-hmm. Number five, stay organized and make sure you're constantly managing your projects like a rock star, yeah. right? Like a totally. boss. Yeah. Keep an eye on budgets. That's number six. Number seven, accept and act on negative feedback. That's Take huge. responsibility. And last but not least, don't ever lose sight of what you're doing. Right. Okay. This isn't about, you know, staying current with design trends. This this has nothing to do with that. This is just honest like advice. Nothing to do with design today. This is just running a design business. Yeah. Whether you're a freelancer, whether you're a studio, right? Mm-hmm. Follow this. And honestly, you don't have to worry about any sort of career renders, in my yeah. opinion. Don't, right. Yeah, this this yeah, these are all 
This is actually good because, you know, going through this list, Sean, yeah. like I think that even we have we have places for improvement here. I, like, I genuinely feel. I, but this is the, this is the whole space that we're in. Like, yes. Like we're not perfect. I'm not yeah, perfect. Yeah, fair enough. You know what enough. I mean? Like there's things that I can certainly work on that, you know. Well, you're pretty close to perfect. <laughs> you're you're pretty damn close. So <laughs> I wish. <laughs> but you are right. You are right. But like still, there's always room for improvement. Exactly. Well, and because although things are great right now, knock on wood, mm -hmm. right? They might not be in a year. This We've got our exactly looming it. recession coming this up, right? Exactly. Um, things yep. can change yeah. overnight. We could totally. go from where we are now to half our staff. It's happened yeah. in the past. Mm -hmm. It could happen again in the future. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah. And we're going to do everything possible to make sure it doesn't. But looking at this list now, I still think there's certain places where we can, you know, polish up, we can brush up, we can kind of like, you know, tie up a tighter shoelace here and kind of get back into the yeah, swing of things. Exactly. This is actually really good to just kind of revisit over yeah, and over, totally. right? Exactly. And what somebody told me a long time ago was like, always pay attention to the hum of the core. Ooh, you know what I mean? Nice. Like, and that's what yeah, was like, uh, always nice. sat with me. It was like, yeah, that's exactly it. It's like, yes, expand into other horizons and things like that. But whatever was the thing that Got you in. Got you there, or yep. or, or what was your strong suit? Yep. Make sure you never neglect that. Like yeah. that's, and that's so true, right? Like it you is. Just, yeah, you you can't. It's so true, right? Yeah, like yeah. it really is. Like remember are, why you're getting into this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. These are like these core things that will help you, you know, continue in this. I space. like that. Stay yeah. true to your core. Stay true to your core. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty that's good, good, buddy. That's good. Hmm. All right. Well, this is kind of a little change, but I think yeah, this actually makes sense, yeah. right? It's kind of felt like more of like a business talk yeah. than an actual designer <laughs> talk, but I think this is important. This is a TED talk. This is a, yeah. a shed talk. A shed talk. I like that better. Shed talk. With Sean yeah, and Schmoss. Schmoss. Shed. Shed, shed talk. talk. Sean and Schmoss. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, listen, I hope that you don't mind that we shared something different tonight, but yeah. please, by all means, let us know how you feel. Give us a review. You know, hit us up on our Instagram. Let us know, like, what you actually think of this episode. Did it resonate? Did it not? Do you have any other suggestions that you can actually lend to this conversation mm -hmm. about, like, actually, you know, what other important ways, you know, to keep yourself in the game and, you know, not kind of be as a, as a game changer or an end ender? Game ender. Game ender. Game ender, like right? Okay, game ender. Right. Yeah, that's Is that even good. a thing? Yeah, totally. Totally. Okay, game ender. Game over. Game over. <laughs> or whatever. Oh, oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, that is sad. <laughs> but by all means, hit us up on our Instagram, you know, The Angry Designer, or, or leave us a review and, and hit us up on, you know, your favorite podcast channel, Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Google. We're also on YouTube, and I keep forgetting to tell people oh, that, yeah, that right. you can actually watch <laughs> these funny-looking mugs on YouTube. And, and you can actually see the bottles that, that would help you. you see that? If you, you, see that? Yeah, oh, it, in case you want to go buy that. In case you want to go buy this one's a pretty good one. A little bit of French Revolution here. French Revolution. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you very much for listening to us. My name is Massimo. Yeah, my name is Sean. Stay creative. And stay hungry. Peace. Go.